I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, and welcome to Why Are You Like This, a podcast devoted to finding out who we are and why we do the things we do. I'm your host, Ryan Andrews, and I am thrilled to introduce you to our next guest. He is a writer, comedian, and fellow Swifty. Please welcome to the mic the Olivia Rodrigo of Brooklyn Comedy, Zach Schiffman. Hello. Wow, that is this is, I guess, the first time I'm being introduced as a Swifty because it's only been a year that I've been like this. I am so sorry to out you. Um, no, no, no. I'm thrilled. I mean, I, I like, I don't hide it anywhere, anywhere. I like really cannot stop talking about it. Oh God. That woman, such a great lady. She is not well. She is not well, but she helps me get better. Oh yes. A hundred percent. That's a sacrifice that I can support. <laughs> I can't believe the new red is going to have 30 tracks on it. Because she like, is obsessed with working. Like she has created a culture that is so dangerous. I love her with my entire being, but I do have so much scrutiny for this woman for the way she exists in this world. You know, when you just start at 13 and you go, yeah. go, go. The new red is going to be amazing. Incredible. I can't wait. How are you doing today? I'm good. Um, I'm I'm good. I her I I I'm I'm really, really I hurt my leg somehow and now like it's like throwing off my entire being, but that's it. It's hard to have hurt legs in New York. I know. It's like I've always said if I, like, break a leg, I'm out. Like, I will go somewhere else. <laughs> I, my, my, it's entirely my fault for sure. Like, I run a lot and I don't stretch. Uh, my mom is, like, 60 years old and refuses to stretch and she runs every day. So I've been like, yeah, I'm impervious to, you know, I, to issues like that. And now my hamstring hurts really bad. I'm like, well, this is probably my fault because I refuse to stretch. <laughs> well, we live and we laugh and we learn. And, yes. Uh, we move forward. Oh, my gosh. So, Zach, where did you grow up? I grew up in the northern suburbs of Chicago, uh, a little town, little shtetl called Highland Park. Um, it's a very, very Jewish suburb, very Lululemon clad space. Mm. Yeah. A lot of athleisure. Yes, around. a lot of athleisure. I love that. Do you have siblings? I do. I have four sisters. That was like my – it's funny because like I, when you asked me to be on this podcast, like whenever – I tell people that I have four sisters. They're always like, what? And I'm like, yeah, how do you think I ended up like this? And I was like, that's like my always my generic thing I say. So I was like, not to answer your question early, but that is why I'm like this. Are you the youngest? 
Uh, I'm the second youngest with my blood sisters, but I have two stepsisters who I got when I was like three. So I'm the second youngest with them, but I'm the youngest with my blood sisters. Okay. All right. I'm the oldest and have one sister, but she is getting married this weekend and a doctor. So she is technically older than me, I think, in experience. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In the way the cosmos works. Chicago. I went to school in Illinois. I went to good old Millican University in Decatur, Illinois. Um, Oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm familiar. Yes. And I guess the middle of the state. I'm from Oregon and had no real concept of how far Oregon is from Illinois until like my junior year of college. And you're like, this is a far flight. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. I have to fly a while. Um, I love Illinois. I had good times. Nice people. Yeah. Milliken, I mean, it's a lot of corn near Milliken, I assume. A lot of soy. The soy capital of the country. Ooh, that's nice. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So you and all your sisters, were you like a family band? No. Well, one of my sisters is an actress. And so she uh, is a performer. And then all of my other sisters like dabbled in performing. Like they would do like one show here and there, but none of them like really liked it. But my oldest sister and I were the ones who, like, really did theater and really did perform. Um, Yeah. But my oldest sister kind of took the claim of being the actress. And I was younger. So then I was, like, I did theater and was, like, very, very involved. But I I never got the the claim on it. She went to theater school. I did not. I uh, recently enjoyed your thread on Twitter um, telling people what, like, mediocre audition song they would be. Oh my god, that was the worst decision I've ever made. <laughs> I I did that. I did that thing. I always do it at like 11 p.m. when I did. I've only done it like twice. But like when you do that thing when you're like, like this tweet and I'll tell you what you are or whatever. I did it once and I was like, like this tweet and I'll tell you if I think your parents are divorced or not. And <laughs> that one was not as bad. I don't remember because then people were you know more scared to like it. Yeah, maybe. and you but can like, just say yes the, or no. <laughs> right, and I like tried to like make a little joke in there, but like I that one was easier. This one, like, it was, I was trying to be, like, personal with people. Like, I understood them and I knew their audition song. But then it got, like, I only, I stopped at, like, 80. I was, like, I'm done now. And then it kept getting likes and people kept, like, DMing me and replying to it being, like, How's, where's my audition song? I was, like, I don't know you. I actually, I'm not going to give you an audition song. Um, but it was fun to think about. Did I give you one? I did not participate. And now I've got to think about what yours would be. Because I didn't want to stress you out. Thank, see, and you're an ally. Yeah, I saw it getting traction and I was, like, you know... We'll let him do it on the pod in a real-time situation while we're recording. People were getting really mad at me, and then someone called me out for using Pulled, like, four times. And I was like, well, Pulled is, like, the de facto audition song in the United States. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. It's You're either, yeah. like, a if you're in that vein, you're a Pulled or a uh, Screw Loose kind of girl. And uh, Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, are you a Jimmy Awards fan? Um, huge Jimmy Awards fan. Speaking of Screw Loose, I can't get over that girl who did Screw Loose this year with her like. She won, right? Yeah. She won with her like jazzy, yeah. beautiful, 50 year old woman experience voice. Yeah. Really, really good. And but a girl like that doesn't normally win, I will say. That is true. That is like, true. Like, I think, I think that at Jimmy's, boys are rewarded more for that. Mm-hmm. Like, Andrew Arth Feldman, obviously. And then, like, that guy who was like the I Am Adolfo guy from 2019. It's more rare that a girl is rewarded for that kind of thing. And I think that that's progress. I, so I love, I mean, I love the Jimmy Awards. I cannot believe this year 
in the digital space they made them do choreography in their room i know the girl that painted depression on for next to normal i know oh it was so funny what wait what show oh, was it that i thought she was morticia adams is that what i thought oh i thought she was wednesday yeah she, it's so i mean everyone on the internet had that thought where it was like we're like you see her in the back of the medley you're like oh this girl's gonna do pulled this girl's maybe she's doing morticia but she's for sure doing Adam family and then when she's saying i miss the mountains i like I lost it. I like truly like I like I like all of my organs shut down. I fell off my couch. I laid yeah. on the ground. I said, if I close my eyes, she is she is going through some shit. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. And then the the girl who sang um, the greatest uh, Jimmy Award song to win. I'm here from Color Purple. What I watched her and I was like, oh, OK, another like. This is constantly a Jimmy's song, but I was like, you have gone through it. You are a 17-year-old who has lived this whole life. God bless him. I truly, this year's was, it did not disappoint. I went in 2019, um, and I was there, and it was the most transcendent experience of my life. I had to pee so bad during the Wicked Medley, but I was like, obviously I can't get up during, like, the most important thing I'll ever experience. No, not at all. Um, So, yeah, so I... Really, really beautiful experience. I'm entering next year, I've decided. I like to think that I would have, my high school didn't compete, and I like to think that I would have been a nominee, even though the roles I got in high school were newsboy in Jekyll and Hyde, and I was Potamadon in Legally Blonde, and they rewrote it to be an Orthodox Jew. <laughs> okay, Jekyll and Hyde in high school? Come on yeah, now. yeah, really <laughs> fucked up. Really messed up, really messed up. Oh, we did shows that my high school should not have done. Oh, yeah. We, uh, I was laughing because I'm home currently, so I'm seeing people from high school, and I was like, man, we had a run of, like, Sound of Music, Beauty and the Beast, Grease, and then we decided, we'll do Into the Woods, just, like, a tiny 10-person musical, and I have apologized to every adult I've seen on this trip home about making them sit through a three-hour Into the Woods of high school. Oh, my high school did Angels in America. Oh. Okay. Yeah, my high school did not care. <laughs> They did Angels America the year after I graduated, but when I was there, we did August of Sitch County. We did Spring Awakening. We did a lot of stuff we should not have done. They did Equus a couple years after I left. How can you do? I mean, he wasn't like fully nude when it oh. happened, but like it was like insinuated. But yeah, that my high school did not care. So you've you've just always been edgy. Yeah, always yeah. been edgy. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Always edgy. Um, That's how I identify as always edgy. <laughs> Where did you did you go to college? I did. I went to Boston University. Oh, okay. Go Terriers. You didn't study theater. No, people are really surprised by that. No, I did not study theater. I studied television. Um, but I did a lot of theater in college and but I did not study it. Never never tried to study it, never auditioned for college. So for someone who talks about col- like high school theater and college auditions and all of this stuff so much, I'm a fraud. Or no, what it is, I'm not a fraud. I wouldn't say I'm a fraud. I'm just I'm a voyeur. Like I'm a scholar and I'm like that's it, it like what's that, you know, those who can't do teach. Those who can't teach study. Oh. I like so that. You know, I can't teach, I you know, but I've, like, really, really looked into the form of all of this. And I've, like, you know, studied, you know, the history of the University of Michigan Department of Musical Theater extensively. They, you know, they come up on this pod a lot as a very influential moment for most people. Starting with the I Sing videos from, like, 2007. Yes. 
um, which in my world was very like, oh my God, this is professional theater. All the way up to the most recent Welcome to School video, which I, I still watch for inspiration. This one was crazy. The Senior Welcome was crazy. The outdoor one this year. Oh my goodness. I watched that and I was like, okay, none of us can complain about having to make theater in a digital space. Like, <laughs> Yes, true. No, these college, I watched Baldwin Wallace's production of Spring Awakening. Like they all like did it like crazy. And then I was like, and I, and I came to a point where I was like, why are movie musicals often so bad now? Like when these college kids can make anything good, like how has the Wicked movie been stuck in limbo for 20 years, 15 years, whatever, when like these college kids out of nowhere did incredible right? digital theater. Like they have, like Wicked has no excuse. Wicked has no excuse. I do think Wicked should be an animated film. I've heard this take and I, I hear it. I just don't need a CGI flying moment. I know. I already saw Harry Potter like a lot. I fear that it will be. I, I hope Wicked is like genuinely bad. Like I hope it's fun bad. I think that's what the only way this film can go. Um, because I think it's, there's just like, so there's no, there's such little room for it to be like, I mean, Wicked as itself is like, when you see Wicked, you remember the plot. Yeah. Like, and you're like, oh, does that, I, like, I saw, I, I won the Wicked Lottery in 2018 and I hadn't seen it since I was like a kid, but I like listened to the music and I'd obviously like watched every compilation. I listened to sound, you know, the album all the time. And like, I watched every alphabet compilation on the internet, but like, you forget the plot. Like I like went on the Wicked Wikipedia page before and I was like, does any of this happen in it? Like, when does any of this happen? Like, I know Wicked so well. I'm like, this is one of my primary interests. And yet I don't remember the story. You sit down, you're like, wait, the goat and the, they talk, the, lion? the lion? Like, will they lose their voices? Like, I just, it's really, really something. I hope as we get to re-enter and you get to kind of fix a few things, the fact that the lion is like a, a like toy lion in a, in a I little know. cage. I was like, we have the budget. We have the budget. But then it's like, it's it, it's so good. It's so good that it's not like that. I love that shit. So you definitely saw the Alphaba Battle Cry in the Shoshana Bean concert. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my, oh my God, that. Like, I, 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 I hope, I like really hope that there is like some 12 year old little, you know, little gay that like, saw that and that like changed their life like i like that i saw that and i was like if i had seen this zoomography when i was 12 i would have reached this point way faster i (laughs) i was watching it so that high school beaverton high school is uh near where i grew up Uh and so my high school voice teacher at one point was like i did teach shoshana bean and i'm like i don't know when or where that happened but that's a great claim that's incredible wow so then as I'm watching all of the alphabas just sing their faces off, I'm sitting there daydreaming about my own fame being like, and then we can have competing high school like concerts and it'll be so fun. And that's how I meet Shoshana B. <laughs> wow. I mean, I'm sure she'll go. Well, Waitress is only open for a, a couple weeks when it comes back, but I'm sure she'll be she'll, around. She'll be around. Things are coming back. What are you excited for? um for in theater i have i have tickets to wicked that's the only thing i have tickets to um i'm I'm not going opening night because it was like a hundred million dollars yeah and it's also by the way on yom kippur uh don't think i didn't notice that wicked's opening is on yom kippur (laughs) um but i'm i'm going the friday um 
I'm excited for, I mean, I'm excited for hopefully some new stuff to come, like Paradise Square, I've heard is very good. Famously, do you know the I'm Ready to Be Loved video? The yes. amazing one. She's in it. Okay, we don't, no one talks about this. Everyone treats her like a freaking prop. No one is talking about that. Kennedy Koffel, I think that's how you pronounce her last name, Koffel. It's, it's yeah. a, the word cough is in her last name. Yeah. But she is like, a, she was like uh, Carol King on tour, not Jewish, but she was like Carol King on tour. Like she's been in Alphaba. Like she has had a full career. And everyone's only ever talking about the Ready to Be Love video. So, and she was in Great Comet. Like, I am here to say that she has a full career since Ready to Be Loved, since she was at Elon. Since she was at Elon wearing the the band dress, the tiniest dress in America, <laughs> the smallest dress. She was ready to be loved, and the biggest heels. So tall, very very college YouTube era vibes. So good. Um, God bless her. She's so talented. We. Worked together on a concert once. and Oh, so you know her. I know her. And I have to say, nice, wonderful to work she with. She seems wonderful. Like, I think she's religious. Probably. Definitely. At least spiritual. She has yeah. to be. The The way that she sings is not real. No, it's... Her lungs, like, are not the... Sh- like, I bet her lungs are like lungs are like spheres. Like, I bet her <laughs> lungs are not shaped like normal people lungs. <laughs> she's like, no, this is, this is just how I work. Um, right. Due to divinity. Uh, um, well, along with all of your theater love, when did you realize that you were hilarious? Uh, thank you. I'm not. Uh, but, um, I, I don't know. I think I, well, I will say this. The story I think was like when I was like, oh, this is what I'm here for. Um, when I was a kid, I think I was in fifth grade, fifth or sixth grade. I, I think I knew I was like funny-ish in elementary school, but I don't think I like knew fully. And I was in um I was in Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamco and I was wanted Joseph very, very, very bad. And I didn't get Joseph and I was furious that I didn't get Joseph. And I and this kid who sucked got Joseph. If he hears this, I will say it to his face. Uh but <laughs> I and so I got Jacob. I was I was Jacob and one of the brothers. I was like one of those Canon Days Lewis and I was Jacob, which I was like, this is actually not okay. Uh but I during One More Angel in Heaven the director was like, hey, can you stand in the back and cry? And I was like, sure. And so instead of like, uh, instead of like just, you know, taking up space in the back and crying and like just being background, I like wailed louder than the kids who were singing and like rolled on the ground crying. And oh my God, someone's buzzing at my door. Let me finish the story. <laughs> um, but I was like wailing on the ground crying and I like stole the scene could, like people were laughing and it was funny and I guess and like the director got mad at me and the director was like can you tone it down whereas every night after the show parents who I didn't know came up to me and they're like that was so funny I've never seen that song like that and I was like I'm on to something I think uh so I guess I would say that is where it came from I love that you gotta take every moment you can yeah Just, you know um doing any sort of high school musical production with lots of kids in it i feel like is more power to high school theater teachers because lord we are a messy group of people are you a high school theater teacher i am not i am a vain uh performer. oh you mean like we as in theater kids as I was like, theater kids I, I was like where's the we being <laughs> no no here? no the royal we it's 7 30 in the morning right now where i am oh my god i'm so sorry i'm so sorry that i'm making you record this early wow (laughs) oh no problem not a problem i'm in oregon i get to look at trees wow Uh, so sorry that it's so early wow i'm evil you are not um but yeah i guess that was where 
I guess that was where I like realized I could like, I think that was when I was like, oh, I shouldn't be going for Joseph. I should be going for like, I wanted to be doing funny parts. And then I think also like, this is another reason I'm like this. Like my bar mitzvah theme was late night talk shows. Like I've always, like I used to like watch Letterman with my mom every night. So I like have always loved talk shows and I've always loved like late night, whatever. Like I used to watch the top 10 every night with my mom. And so I think that was a big thing where I like was like, they're funny, right? That's, that's funny. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I like that you were able to see like, oh, I'm like a good funny person. So I would like to keep doing funny stuff uh, as opposed to like, I feel like a lot of people are like put into the funny zone a lot and they're like, but I still want to play Joseph kind of. Vibes. Right. Um, not to say that people can't do both, but it definitely creates like a a rift between like what a natural talent is that you have. I think, yeah, I think that like, I think when you work against the grain with that, like, and but and then I was mad when I didn't get Rooster because Rooster was a part I should have gotten. That is uh, true. And then I was FDR, which that I you know was in. Um, <laughs> but I yeah like I and then I I wanted to be like I like I I've been in Susical three times mm-hmm. and I there was a marked difference between I was JoJo I was and then I was a Wickersham when I wanted to be Horton and then when I was older I was like in eighth grade and I was like oh I want to be Cat in the Hat that's what I should be and I was Cat in the Hat and that made more sense. I also was in Susical. I also was a Wickersham when I wanted to be Horton, and I famously got really mad because someone new showed up to camp who was quote-unquote fatter than me, and that's why he got it. And that oh was God. horrible of me. So, sorry, Daniel. You were a great Horton. I I'm was sure you petty. were a great Wickersham. Wickersham is a fun part. They're a good I, time. It, it's just a part that like kids who want other parts get. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it's it's like definitely no one wants to be a Wickersham brother, but it is a fun part. Yeah, you have a good time. Yeah, uh, Susical is a blast. Oh my god, unbelievable show! Ten out of ten. Bring it back. Put it in the circle in the square. Yes, that would be good. Addison Ray as the Cat in the Hat. Yeah. Oh yes. I <laughs> I think Circle. Charlie D'Amelio is. <laughs> I like want to do an all TikTok musical. Charlie D'Amelio is ma- amazing. Ma- no, Addison is Gertrude. Charlie D'Amelio as Maisie. That I'm on. We're onto something there. Didn't Mean Girls throw in a TikTok star, and then things go bad. They put Sabrina Carpenter in, which was which was like the beginning of the end for her, I guess. Ah, uh, poor girl. I bet she's super I talented. Know. Yeah. Well, I, I wish her the best. I have to. Olivia Rodrigo. I mean, yes. Beyond, <sighs> beyond. I mean, the album, High School Musical, the musical, the series. I'm not caught up. I'm a few episodes behind. Are you? Are you caught up? You know what's funny? I literally watched the finale yesterday because I was like, I'm getting on this pod with Zach, <gasps> and I'm gonna have to know. Oh my god, I'm a couple episodes behind. I'm okay, so because I literally I made the choice. I was like, should I catch up on High School Musical or should I watch or be or should I be current on Schmigadoon? And uh, I chose to be current on Schmigadoon. I flipped those. So I am behind okay. on Schmigadoon. So Schmigadoon is exceptional. I saw the first two and was like, I saw the first two and then of course listened to Las Culturistas with Cecily. Yes. And was like, oh my God, this is going to be the best thing that has been made. Everyone on it is giving an a million out of 10 performance. 
Dove Cameron has the biggest name. Is like her, like you can tell she went up to the wardrobe people and was like, I'm not going to play your little game. Like <laughs> it is so amazing how she like still has the nail, like just is not in a period costume. No, it's not at all. Amazing. Yeah. Um, it's so good. Christian Chenoweth, when you get to it, has an incredible number. Like, and I, when I, I was like skeptical because I was like, this is interesting casting. Like, I don't want to see, I was like, I'm not interested in seeing Christian Chenoweth play this kind of mean. Mm. Like, I could see her do like when she did Miss Baltimore Crabs. I loved that. But like, I wasn't interested in her playing like a very Jane Krakowski role. Like, yes. Or it's not even Jane Krakowski. Like, just like a stuffy role. And she hits it out of the park. I, the whole cast, the whole cast, 10 out of 10. Yeah. You could tell everybody showed up ready to play. You could tell everybody was, like, just excited to make something. Yeah. And one of the few times where I'll be like, and streaming, it's a wonderful thing that exists because we get to make these. Like, yeah. I don't I don't think it'd be on, like, NBC. No, not – well, they, NBC would have tried, and, they and that would have been, like, Smash or Rise. Yeah, which, uh, by the way, we as a society do not discuss Rise enough. Like, I, Ra- did you watch it? Watched every episode had Alexis Molnar from the hit show Rise on the podcast. <gasps> yes, yes, yes. She does that Fiona Apple show now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to go see that. Oh, my. Well, I forgot she was on it. Um, wow. I mean, Rise was such a profound moment in culture. It was doing a lot of things. It was definitely setting itself up for a second season. <laughs> what was the show they wanted to do? They wanted to do Angels of America, right? Is that what they yeah. said? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My, my high school, literally my high school. You're did like, Spring Awakening my senior year, and then the next year did Angels America. Um, oh my god! And the way we were like, it's the Rust Belt. Oh my god! And Josh Radner. Every, however, Rosie Perez giving Rosie a Perez. career best. Rosie Perez being an obsessive drama teacher. <laughs> and then the new song that Duncan Sheik and Steven Sater wrote that was like, where in the show does this go? You're like, how did? Okay. Uh, it was really. I think it was supposed to go in Act Two. It was like supposed to go in that scene where Venla and Melchior write letters to each other. And I was like, this is not a song. This is not a moment. This is not it. I think I, it's one of my favorite things when musicals get brought to TV or film, um, when the writing team has to write a new song if they want to win an award. I'm like, it, mm, you know, did they write a new song for Into the Woods? Um, I think it may be at the end. They, it's always the credit. Well, by the way, the Hairspray credit song, amazing. Amazing. A great time. So good. Because Lady's Choice, they didn't write for the movie. Lady's Choice was cut from the show. Yeah. I I like, speaking of movie musicals, I think Hairspray was a good one. Oh, I think it's, the, I think, I think it's like the pinnacle. Yeah. Um, In the Heights blew me away. Yes. Chicago, of course. But yeah, there, Chicago, are, yeah. there are just so many where you're like, okay, I'm glad people are like learning about theater this way, but. Right. But and then they like and then like there's like the the chorus lines where they mess with it in a really negative way. You're just like, let's let them stand in a line. Let them yeah. stand in a line. Oh my gosh. Well, Zach, I feel like we've been talking about this for uh, the whole podcast, but I do have to ask you outright the question of the podcast. Why are you like this? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there. Ever dream of making your own podcast? Let me tell you a little bit about Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. First, it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Why are you like this? I, th- I mean, I really, I mean, I like, it's like, I think I'm like this because I had four sisters because like, a, I think I'm like this because of Broadway in Chicago. Um, like I, I, it's fun. I like, this is like a lame answer, but I guess I'll give this. It's not specific, but I, I think I'm honestly like this because I'm from Chicago because like, I think I like had access to see a lot of theater Wait, did you freeze? Are you frozen? Nope, I'm just. Oh, oh my listening god, listening. You were just incredibly still. I'm oh just... my god, that was so. <laughs> you are incredibly still. That was amazing. Um, no, I think I mean, maybe this is this is like the wide answer, and then I'm there, or I guess kind of like a funnel. But like because I'm from Chicago, so like from a young age, I could like go to dumb improv camps, and I could like go see Broadway and Chicago shows. And then when I like got to high school, I could be like, I could go to Steppenwolf shows and be like, I'm incredibly smart because I've seen a show at Step. Like I saw This Is Our Youth with Tavi Gevinson. Like I <laughs> think I like was able to have that like level of like I'm better than everyone else because I was from Chicago and could go to, and like could go see second see the Second City Review and see like shows at the Goodman. You know, like I think that like if you're a New York kid, you actually have to be interesting to like compete. If that makes sense. Whereas if you're a Chicago kid, you kind of can just get by by being a Chicago by being like from the Chicago suburbs. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you're like a small town, like one of my one of my best friends, Connor's from Oregon. Okay. And I and I think you're probably similar in this way. Where like 
you're actually interesting because like you like were so far away from where the, the culture you were interested in was, if that makes sense. Yes. Like I, geographically. Yeah, I definitely had to. Um, so the only way I really got musicals was by going to um, besides like them coming on tour, but like I would have to go to the library and see whatever album they had there and then i would bring them home and then like rip them onto my computer so like what a scam that we all were a part of that (laughs) like i think about that when i would go to the library and just like download like we could have any like obviously like the thing is like music is the way that music sorry i'm interrupting you but the way music has been bought and sold is like we all just went to the library and put them on our computers like that's crazy that no one caught that like we were all scared about napster what we weren't scared about the public library (laughs) we uh (laughs) I yeah so I was like a 14 year old with like Marie Christine on my laptop oh I love Marie revive Marie Christine with Adrian Warren I have been saying it get it going I mean she's she a little needs, too old now I guess maybe she, someone younger but still she needs her second Tony or if these yeah. Tonys ever happen yeah true um so you're a kid in Chicago you're play acting as a cool theater person uh and then you morphed into this comedian extraordinaire through osmosis well, I was doing improv. I did a lot of improv growing up in Chicago. Like I did a lot of like little improv camps and things like that. So I went, I, like I went to college and like was like doing theater, but also doing a lot of improv. And then I was like, I'm going to move to New York and do improv. Like I wanted to move to New York and I was like, I'm going to give all my money to UCB. I'm going to scrub their damn toilets. I'm going to do the whole shebang. And then I got to New York and like the UCB bubble was like on the verge of bursting. And I took one UCB class. And I think maybe I had a little bit of an ego about it too. Cause like I had taken improv classes in Chicago, like when I was in high school, when I was in college and I would come home. And so then I was like, I'm going to wait to give them all my money. Like, I'm just going to like feel things out. And I got involved with BCC and some other stuff. And then obviously UCB like fully imploded. So I kind of like jumped the ship and didn't move to New York to do improv. But that was like, I really was like, I'm going to, I want to be do improv. Like I was like, not as a career, but I was like, I love this thing. Like I've always loved improv. I've like, oh, that's like the most embarrassing thing you could say. To, and so I'm being incredibly revealing. Revealing, I, I understand this. But like, I like was like, I want to move to New York because I want to do improv, which I should have just moved back to Chicago, but whatever. Um, but yeah, like I was like, I'm going to move to New York and I'm going to like, obviously live a life and have a job and work in TV in New York. But like, I'm, I wanted to do improv and then that didn't happen. Well, you know, there's always time. No, I agree. I'm going to bring it. It's going to, I'm not going to bring it back. Someone else is, but I'm, it's going to come back. <laughs> I'm not going to bring it back. But. I, uh, yeah, I skipped the UCB of it all. Um, mostly because I was stubborn, but then by the time I was like, yeah, I'm going to actually like do comedy. It had imploded. So exactly. We all saved a lot of money. Like, we should all thank them for saving us, like, thousands of dollars. Thank you so much. I already have enough yeah. loans. I don't need right. more. It, they should have, like, uh, like I'm surprised there aren't federal student loans for UCB. There should be. Yeah. Some Somebody found a way. Some Somebody was still at NYU, and they extended their student loan. Yes. And they're paying it back somehow. Well, somehow. that was a scam that Columbia... Oh, that Columbia College Chicago had was that you could take Second City classes and pay Columbia College Chicago tuition, which was, which was like way much more money. Columbia College Chicago, a lot like when I was at Milliken, there was like four or five people who all collectively decided to transfer there at the same time. Oh, um, really? But they just kept saying Columbia because I guess they were like people do that from the Chicago area, and I was like, "You, you are not going to Columbia in New York. Like, that's not the same thing." Wait, speaking of Columbia and New York, okay, there's this new pop 
I, I don't think she's famous. I like am trying to get a gauge and no one will t- engage with me about this. So I'm going to use this space. There's this woman who came, I was listening to, I was listening to Sour and this song came up out, you know, Spotify will like automatically play a song after. It played this song One More Weekend by a girl named Maude Latour, which is an incredible name, Maude Latour. Love it. Um, And she, and I like listened to all her music and she's incredible. She sounds like Olivia plus Lord plus like 1989 Taylor. Like she's very, 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 very good at like, Every single one of her songs is incredible. And I can't tell if she's famous or not. Like, I can't tell if I'm just, like, listening to this girl who goes to Columbia's music on Spotify. Like, I, th- she has, like, 50,000 followers on Instagram and she's verified. So, like, I think she is famous. But, like, she does currently go to Columbia. All of her music videos are fully shot on Columbia's campus on a GoPro. Like, I don't <laughs> – like, it, it's you have to watch the music videos. They're all – they're all – I was, like – I, like, I, I want to reach out to her and be, like, hey, honey, I'm so glad you're making these music videos. Why don't you just make one? Instead of making us, like, a GoPro video for all of them, make one really good one. Um, but she's incredible. I'm like, all of her songs hit so hard. She like is truly like a, like a supernova. And I want to, like, I'm, I like should just DM her on Instagram, but like, I want to reach out to her and be like, are you, are you famous? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Can you tell me if you're famous? Okay. So I have not listened to Maude, but I have pulled her up on Spotify and I can already tell I'm going to be a fan because these are her top five most popular song titles. One more weekend. Very good. That's like the hit furniture which so good. to me feels like i feel like furniture in your life um shoot and run probably like sassy walk backwards your relationship's not going the way you want it to go block your number that uh, song hits yeah block your number is so <laughs> good she also has a song called ride my bike that is so good everything everything she does is so incredible i cannot i cannot give her enough credit i god i love sad indie pop girls with the dance beat it's just my kryptonite and will forever be it it'll forever be it yeah i i'm so if this podcast is the space i would like to blow her up everybody get into mod she one of those songs did have a million listens so i think she's actually famous yeah that's what i'm trying to figure out but she is a current columbia student and all of her music videos are shot in columbia dorms which i like love i like love this little ivy league pop star like that's incredible too (laughs) i can't imagine I'm I'm so vain and worse when I was in undergrad. I could not imagine still being in school and being like, I'm already popping off. That's something I think about all the time. Like I have a lot of friends who went to NYU and a lot of friends who like are doing incredible things in comedy who went to NYU. And I like am so in awe of them because I was if I was like being judged, like I came to New York and was like, okay, now people can judge who I am, you know? Mm-hmm. Whereas like these, all of my friends went to NYU, like they're like, they're com- like, they started doing comedy that was being judged by a wide audience at 18. Like if I was doing that, like, are you kidding? Like, it's insane to me. It's like, I, they are the braver than our troops. Uh, like truly, if you went to like, and it's funny now because like you look at like who are big comedians now and like the best piece of advice you i could have like if someone reached out to me being like what advice would you have for someone in comedy i'm like first of all don't ask me second of all like go to nyu like that's clearly the answer like you look at you know you look at bowen yang you look at chloe Feynman. like they both went to nyu like you look at all of like rachel senate you look at all these names they're all nyu people so that's that's the tip is just go to nyu go go to nyu and take your loans take your loans i yeah well and anytime somebody's like just do do it. Just go do it, and like, don't be afraid to like crash and burn and da 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 da. And I'm like, um, I turn thirty next week. I am not gonna do that part. Yeah, intentionally. 
Um, I don't mind if nobody finds me funny on a night, but I'm not going to like actively put out nonsense and hope that it sticks. I don't got time for that. No, I, no one has. I didn't go to NYU. That, I mean, it's, it's incredible though. Like they were, I mean, I like truly, like I honor them because it's like, oh my God, it, like the stuff I was saying when I was 18, I'm so glad no one saw me say in like, <laughs> thank yeah, God. Thank God. And then, I mean, just to take it back to Taylor Swift, the, her 18 year old thoughts are recorded for us forever i know even younger well oh my god i was i went i fell down a tiktok hole of songs from her like ep when she was like 13 mm. i'm like how was she straight like i don't think i could straighten together sentences when i was 13 like more importantly she like was writing good lyrics at 13 how, like are you scared if your mama mama swift like your 13 year old comes out little guitar and is just like writing a heartbreak anthem for 40 year olds I do look back though, and I and I think we are as a culture going to have to reconcile the fact that like her fake Southern accent was offensive. Like it's very hard. Like <laughs> like I obviously I'm a white person. Like I think it's like it's very rare that you can be offensive to a white person. I actually do think her Southern accent is offensive. Like I actually think that it's like it is like it is malpractice. It was shocking going into 1989. Yeah. To not and. I mean, you've been a Swifty through your entire life, though, so you've been here with her. Yeah, but like in uh, high, I wasn't out in high school, so it was like secret, right? I would be like, "Oh yeah, like, hey Stephen, like, kind of fun," and then I'd like dance in my room. Um, but yeah, I just remember because I I like really honed in with Red. Um, I think it's one of the best, and when she was doing. Like there's a hard switch between songs where she go, like the way that she's singing, like I knew you were trouble and like all too well. I'm like, you are definitely having a different accent in both. So like what's yes. going on? Yes. Who are you? <sighs> I love the way she talks about red. I love the way she's like, I love the stories of her like dying the night she did win the Grammy. Like I love, I love Taylor because Taylor like is so forthcoming about the fact that like, she wants the awards. Yeah. Like, I love that. Like, that is what she's, like, she's not like, it's about the music. It's like, she's never, like, yeah, she says that. But like, with Folklore, she like, wanted that Grammy. And she would have lost it if she did not get that Grammy. Like, I like, it's so rare that someone is so forthcoming. About that, like, this is what they want. I, uh, assuming you've seen Miss Americana, the Netflix. Yes, yeah. There are so many quotes from it, but I just love when she's like, talking on the phone uh and they're telling her about grammys for reputation and they're like so you're not in any of the like big categories and taylor's just going no i'm writing another record i'm writing a better record no i'm writing it right now it's it's she just like does not (laughs) care no exactly and lover and then lover didn't get well would lover have been some what grammys would lover have been submitted for the 20 the what the ones before folklore yeah yeah i well i it's hard I mean, I can't tell time with pandemic. Like, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what year was what year, but I do know that we were robbed of a lover fest situation. Oh, I know. And then, Ugh. and then folklore came around, and I was like, oh, well, okay, bye, lover. I guess we'll never see Cruel Summer performed live. Well, I'm of the belief that, like, when we get lover fest, it's going to be like she's going to do the festival thing, and she's going to perform three nights, and she's going to do like she's going to do like 
Lover one night, Folklore Evermore one night, and re-records one night. Like, and we'll and she'll like pop. That's my theory. It's all over TikTok too, so I've co-opted this. But I like think that she'll pop up in various cities. Like, she's not going to do like all around the country. She's going to be like, you come to me, and I'm going to do a. I'm going to do like a East Coast festival. I'm going to do a West Coast festival. I'm going to do. She's going to. She's. I will bet. I will put money that she does Eau Claire, Wisconsin, where Justin Vernon lives. Like she's going to do that. She'll probably do a Nashville. She'll maybe do like a Red Rocks or something like that. She'll set up in like five or six areas in the country and then do London, of course. Of course. And that will be that. Of course. She loves a London boy. She loves a London boy. <laughs> the way she talks about Joel, when I thought I saw him in the subway the other day. I didn't. He was just a blonde man. I would have. <laughs> That's just a great statement in general. I was like, I would have just become a puddle. Like, I don't know what I would have done. Yeah. Oh, God. I do love the theories that Taylor Nation runs his career, that, like, he dropped his management and Taylor Nation just runs his his, his, his manager. Just, like, when she's like, hey, um, do you want to write on this song slash let me take over your career? Thanks. It's Yeah. And now he's going to be in conversation with friends. Like, he's fine. He's good. He's good to go. Yeah. So, as we are winding down this podcast, um, I asked this of all of my guests, do you have any questions for me? Um... Just like, I think this podcast is so wonderful. I mean, you've answered it on episodes, but like, what, well, why are you like this that made you say, I want to find out why people are like this? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I think I'm pretty naturally inquisitive. Um, and I think it comes from being <laughs> that uh, small gay kid who sat with the parents when you were getting babysat. Um, yes, yes, And yes. being like, well, Denise is going through a divorce and it's like, you were four. Why don't you know? Um, so it's a little bit of that. And then it's a little bit of like, um, I'm, I don't like date often. And so it's a little bit of like first date anxiety getting over kind of situation where I'm like, if I can do this with relative strangers, like that's a good point. I can be on a date and that'll be fine. Um, but I recently realized that that's like a part of it all. Um, but yeah, I think people are interesting and I think a lot yeah. of a lot of the times like you don't actually get to know who people are through social media and then when we spent a whole fucking year inside only seeing curated thoughts, I was like, well that's it's not it. We're missing something. Yeah. Yeah. So then I made this and then I've just been talking to people for about a year now. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. I do have one other question. Do Absolutely. you support the theory that there is a second Olivia album coming out? I do. I'll tell you what. Oh, you go ahead. I do. Only because she's writing two minute songs. <laughs> They're not. Maybe. The, <laughs> for, I'm, when I look at the timestamp on Brutal, I say, this song is 30 seconds. Don't tell me otherwise. It is. And then you get to Traitor, which is like an actual normal length of a song, and it feels six minutes long. Yeah. Because, again, every. I, I, I wake up every day totally happy and fine. Like, I'm listening to all these sad songs. Uh, but it's just because I can't. I can't handle anything else right now. I just need to feel comforted by Olivia. I will say that Sour came out four days after I was broken up with. So I have a very, very close really personal relationship with it. But I was a big Olivia devotee before all of this. And I was like very in, in, deeply familiar with all the snippets on her Instagram. And now they're all luckily memorialized on YouTube. But there is a big theory that there's going to be a, a sweet album 
because she can't tour with this 30 minute album. And I think her managers have told her that. And she like could sell out Radio City. Like she could sell out more than she's going to do Radio City or Madison Square Garden. Like she won't do Foxwoods or whatever, but like she could sell out venues Easy. easily. She can't do a 30 minute show. Like she needs, like even if she sings a couple high school musical songs, which I don't think she can do because they're on a different label. Like I actually uh, think she yeah. could maybe sing All I Want because I think All I Want. She, but I think of the other some of the other songs she doesn't have access to. All I want, I think, is the only one she has access to. I was like really doing a deep dive about this, um, but like she just can't. She can't do. She literally cannot perform with this album. Did you watch uh, Sour Prom? Oh my god! And this is and then I and then I like she is an artist. Like mm-hmm. we, Olivia is going to outperform everyone because like like. Like, I I love Taylor, obviously, but, like, Taylor is the tackiest woman in America. Like, there is nothing Taylor has ever done that's been classy. Like, folklore is the closest thing, and folklore is actually incredibly tacky. Yeah. Like, every step of the way. Like, she is, like, by far the single tackiest woman in America. I, like, wish this was not a podcast so I could, like, show people her outfits. Like, I'm trying – like, I want to do a stand-up bit that's only me talking about Taylor Swift's outfits, and I'm like, that's actually not funny. It's just true. Um, But, like, I'm like, should I do this? Like, she is, like, literally the worst-dressed woman. Like, oh, how do we let this woman become famous? She's so tacky. And Olivia, like, and, like, all of her music videos are so poorly done. Like, they're all, like, so expensive and, like, so horrible. Like, I don't, I don't think there's a single good Taylor Swift music video. Sorry. Anyone can fight me on this. I have – I will say that I have never – and I spend a lot of time entertaining people with YouTube music videos. I've never been, like – and then this Taylor Swift video as a huge Like, when fan. she was young, like, the like, you belong with me. Like, that's cute. Like, when she was doing cute. But, like, once she moved on from cute, none of them were cute. Yeah. Um – but yeah, Sour Prime is like a piece of art and she's an actress. Like she like is a, she says she's not going to act anymore. I'm not convinced. I'm sure she'll go back to acting because she has it in her. But like she is an, a capital A actress. She knows how to sell it. She's a vision. Like Sour Prime is like a vision. She like is fantastic. Not after her incredible performance in the second season of High School Musical, the musical, the series. She's going to have to keep going. In that Handmaid's Tale ass lighting. <laughs> It's so dark. The school is so dark. The school is so dark. Oh, my God. Well, and I was watching Sour Prom and, of course, texting mutual friend Reed immediately as it was going on and just freaking out because I don't know what I expected. I don't know what I thought would happen. But even just in that snippet, I was like, what a beautiful concert of what she made. And it was 20 minutes. I know. (laughs) And also, like, even, like, making a mashup, I was like, did you want to make, like, I love that mashup of Happier and whatever, and Deja Vu, but I'm like, you made this shorter. Do you know what you just did? <laughs> you don't have a lot of material. It's like someone who has, like, three jokes, and they're like, I'll cut one. You're like, I don't, I don't think you can yet, babe. She is the great, like, oh, my God, we, what a gift that we get to have her forever. Yes. We get to live with her for as long as she makes this music. I do, want, I do wonder if she'll ever work with Jack now, after all this drama. There's drama. Well, there's, like, rumors that she and Taylor don't get along. There's rumors that, like, the whole Cruel Summer thing where they, like, added her name as a credit to Deja Vu. Wow. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I'm seeing Bleachers in September, and I think it's going to be fun. Are you going to golf ball? No. Um, I think he's just playing, like, Brooklyn Steel or, like, one of those. Oh, and his opener for his real shows went to my high school, Claude. Oh, Claude, I guess, is also blowing up. Someone had, I, another person I've been like, is this person actually famous? Claude went to my high school, yeah. Claude and Maude. 
Claude Maud. Yes, that's exactly it. Harold, Harold, and whatever. It is. No, <laughs> that is the if 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 I, I I can I say a direct message to your listeners? Yes. If you can do anything for me listening to this podcast episode, you know I hope Ryan's podcast experiences eons of success but more importantly i need to find out if Maud latour is famous i need to know i can't tell i love her music but i'm eager to either if you if you want to help the cause help her become famous sure that's but but if you if you don't want to listen to her music just let me know if you think she's famous or not like take a scan through instagram take a scan through spotify let me know if you think she's famous because i can't tell and on that beautiful call to action i think it's a great time for us to wrap zach you have been so lovely to chat with I can't wait to get back to the city and giggle with you in person. Oh my God, please. We'll go to 54 Below. Olivia sings 54 Below. I have tickets. Let's do it. Um, where can the children find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter mostly at Schleife. I can't change my handle now because I uh, I got a blue check through a loophole and now I can't change my handle from Schleife ever. So it's Schleife. I made it in like seventh grade to be like Schiffman Life. So it's S-C-H-L-I-F-E. Got to deal with that forever. If I ever start a production company, it's just going to be called Schleife Productions, I suppose. Um, you can find me on Instagram, I guess, but I'm not funny there. Uh, I'm starting to try TikTok. Don't look. I actually beg of you not to. Um, yeah, you can find me on Twitter. Find him on Twitter. Well, thank you again so much. This has been so much fun. And until next time, y'all, bye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.